back to Risk Check Podcast, episode 29, season five. Facts. <laughs> wow. We're we back. Yes. It's crazy. It feels like uh, we just started yesterday, guys. It does. I mean, it hasn't been that long. It, it was. 29 like, Yeah. 29 episodes, eight months. Uh, but here we are, top of season five. Yes. Uh, episode 29, but episode one of season five. Let's do it. Um before we get into tonight's festivities, just allow us to introduce ourselves for those who are listening and not watching. My name is Perry. I'm Rashawn. And I'm Ben. And we make up the Risk Check podcast. Tonight, we have a very special guest, someone I've known for a few years. Um, this guy is is very, very special. If I can still. <laughs> you still my Sean's you still my thunder? thunder. <laughs> um, me and this gentleman met several years ago in involved we were involved in the arts yeah. uh, which I, I believe he's still involved in to some degree he's got his hands in a couple of different pods mm. but he is uh majority of his work consists in um fashion uh celebrity stylist ronaldo yeah. nehemiah and watch collector welcome to the show my man thank you thank you I'm glad hey. to have you yeah hey i'm honored to be here man i'm actually <laughs> i'm actually a fan you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey, and, I and i don't fan out over really nothing but this one here yeah this is this is it this me. is this is special we've been yeah. we've been talking about getting him on the show for quite some time i yeah, think since right. since at least the beginning probably since yeah. the beginning yeah. we've been talking and 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 we had been in communication for some time and he hit me last week and was like yo i'm coming I'm in New York. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. I was like, let's do it. Yeah. We got to figure it out. So this is going to be a, a really good night. We got some questions for you, and I know you uh, you brought some some treats for us, so I'm excited. But before we get into that, we got to have our honorary wrist check uh, because such is tradition. Yep. Ben, why don't you kick us off tonight? Um, we're in the Oris Clemente again. Respect. We put up that little teaser today about our you know Billion Oyster Project experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, got out the shower before I came here, and I was just feeling it. I was like, "Damn, that's a good fucking video." Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was like, "I'm, I'm wearing the oars." Shout out to VJ. Shout, Shout out to, to VJ, VJ. And, and Rolf. Yes. Yeah, respect. Rashawn, what, what about you? Um, so season opener, you know what? I got to call an audible. Um, so I am introducing a new watch. While wearing a watch that I have repeated. <laughs> oh, so you are repeating watches. So. Now that's so the, wait, now wait, that's the biggest out. question. Hold on, that's what I was gonna now ask. Time out. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> you you just repeated a watch. That's Mr. what I was gonna Mr. ask. Marvin, huh? Is it is it on your wrist? Well, the sad part the sad part is the watch that I want to introduce. I cannot wear on my wrist. Why? Um, it's actually too old. Um, this piece is a vintage swatch from 1994. It's actually really interesting. Something that um, <laughs> we didn't see, you know, we wouldn't see in today's uh, swatch design. This piece here is called the Sex Tease. Woo. Okay. <laughs> swatch erotica. An erotic swatch. Um, this one threw me for a loop when I first seen it, um, but I knew I had to have it. Um, when I acquired it, I was so excited. And then when I tried to put it on, the strap literally broke. Oh. Um, oh, so I, I did speak to um, the seller, and um, she was very kind as to um, to give me a swatch strap, but it wasn't. It's not the OG strap. It's not the OG strap. So um, if it's not if it's not on the OG strap, then I don't want to wear it at all. But I will showcase it. There we go. So um, 
this piece is uh, very unique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very graphic swatch piece. Yes. Um, uh, but in the spirit of tonight, I think it's appropriate. Yes. For sure. For, uh, for it to be a quartz still watch. makes very incredible quartz watches. Yes. Yeah. Um, my man, Ronaldo, what are you rocking with tonight? What, what, have you, uh, what have you brought us? In honor of my brother over here, as the shows I've been watching, he's an Oyster Court fan and he has a presidential... Oyster Court too is. Oh no, he doesn't have. Oh, it was Jason one, one has one. Oh, yes. one of your guests. However, you were writing what you said. He Oyster Court is fucking fire. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I have my birth year, 1983, mm. presidential Rolex Oyster Court, all go, you know, little life. Thank you. What I love most about that piece, when I was taking a look at it before we started rolling, um, you can see the patine on the date wheel. Yeah. So I the dial is like very yeah. stark white. Yeah. And the date wheels almost very soft, like off white eggshell. Yeah. Which is really, really nice. Yeah. 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 It's got a lot of character to it. That's why I like oyster cords. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's dope. It's dope. Yeah. Um, I decided to go with uh, my Super Seawolf tonight. Yeah, we haven't seen you wear it in a while. I haven't worn it in a while. I, I opened the watch box and I was like, yo, let me throw this on. I found this. Um, this leather NATO strap, I was feeling a mix between like technical and heritage. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, that's my vibe tonight. Respect. But so. before, before we move on. Okay. Rashawn's still wearing a watch on his wrist. Yes. <laughs> so so I, didn't, didn't I, didn't get to, I didn't get to share the yeah. watch that I'm wearing on my wrist for our listeners. Um, so if you don't watch us, um, you can hear from, you know, the man himself, I am wearing a watch on my wrist that I have worn on the show before. I'm wearing my 70s Turnograph, AKA the Thunderbird. Um, this piece is very special to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, very, very special to me. Um, I've, I've shared it before, you know, when I seen it, I just couldn't sleep. You know, I, I, I was dreaming about it. I was like, I have to have it, and I just pulled the trigger. Um, of course, it, um, you know, kind of opened the door for the Rolex vintage craze for me, but, like, this is the piece that um, that's going to kick it off. So I, I had if to I remember it. correctly, too, we made a wager about him repeating a watch. Yeah, we did. But we'll get to that. Oh. <laughs> oh, so <man>. you... <laughs> You might be uh, eating crow tonight, oh, <laughs> but we'll 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 move on. So to our guest, Ronaldo, yes, King sir. of Quartz, yeah, self-proclaimed gonna... King of Quartz. Yeah. I think that's an yeah. appropriate title considering your collection. Yeah, some of the pieces I know you to have. So, yeah. um, but first I want I want to get into into to who you are. I know you are originally from Miami. Yeah. Um, and it's funny too. So I don't know. Were you named after the, the athlete Ronaldo yeah, Neymar? Yeah, exactly. Named after him. Uh, my birthday is the day before his. Oh wow. Yeah, and I didn't know that I was named after him. Um, I organically started running the one ten four hundred meter hurdles. Oh wow! So you were a track wow. Yeah, I was an all American. Wow. I was an all American track star. Wow. Actually, yeah. Wow. Ran against Allen Johnson, Terrence Jamel. Oh wow! And to this day, I actually. Talk to Ronaldo Nehemiah through text wow. messages and conversation. Yeah. So Ronaldo Nehemiah ran the hundred meters. Uh, for the those that don't know, the one ten. Yeah, the one ten. Yeah. He was uh, ranked number one for like four years in a row. Yeah. Went to the NFL. Got a Super Bowl. Got a Super Bowl <laughs> ring with with the uh, 49ers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beast. Yeah. So that's so funny. Wow. Yeah. 
ironically, like yeah. this man that I, I was born a day before him. And I asked my mother, she was like, you know, yeah, I was in labor and I was watching a, a track, you know, track meet. And I named you after that. And crazy, I taught myself how to run in one team. Wow. And became great at it all the way through college, played football all the way through college. Wow. Everything, yeah. Wow. So it's, it's crazy. So yeah. how'd you go from, from a track superstar athlete in Miami How'd you wind up uh, as a stylist in uh, Atlanta? Atlanta? Man, just, I I live different chapters of my life, I tell people. Um, I was an athlete coming from Carroll City out of Miami, Florida. Um, Just played football, got in trouble. Family was moving in between South Carolina and, you know, North Carolina and stuff like that. I've been the oldest. And went to school, got recruited by Auburn and everything. Mm -hmm. You know, highly sought out there in football, wide receiver and all of that stuff. Got us in some trouble. Went to this small black college in North Carolina called Livingstone College, um, where actually Ben Coates, Natron Means, and them guys was actually my coaches um, at Livingstone College in the CIAA. I started, you know, they knew who I was running track, and you yeah. know, I still actually had the forty record. I ran a four one, and I slowed down. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you go play wide receiver. I actually played corner and free safety all the way in high school because I like to hit people. Oh, wow. It was kind of crazy, but yeah, I did. <laughs> but then I, you know, CIAA running the 110s and running the 400-meter hurdles, running like 47s, 46s in the 400-meter hurdles. Yeah. And then in that whirlwind of that, I got the music industry bug. Mm. Started interning at a radio station in North Carolina, Power 98. My godfather, one of my godfathers, John Monopoly, that still does they work with Kanye West. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Managing, and he was managing some artists through North Carolina, and I started running around. I was a college rep for Atlanta Records, and I started the Good Music College Rep Program. Oh, wow. While I was at this school. Wow. And then just through random friends, met Shaka Zulu, uh, Ludacris manager. Mm-hmm. Met Ludacris my first day as an intern at a radio station. Yeah, because he used to be a radio DJ yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so, you know, people always thought I was flying. And then one day, you know, got to actually go to the mall, pick up some clothes. And I got a check, like a bank deposit for like 5000 Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I went to the mall for an hour. Yes. Yeah. Bro, I did not know nothing about fashion, bro. Nothing uh, about being a yeah, stylist. You just had an eye. I never knew none of this. Mm. Taught myself the whole business. I never interned for a stylist, never. Mm. Coming out of the South and then back and forth from Atlanta, from North Carolina, Atlanta, while I was in college, ludicrous. I remember we was driving in his Bentley GT drop top back in like 07, 06. This one Bentley was crazy. Mm. And he's like, man, you spent a lot of money back and forth in hotels. He's the most financially wealthy person I know. Wow. And he was like, yo, you should move to Atlanta. Mm. Man, me and my brother Paris, like a best friend of mine, packed up a van. Moved everything to Atlanta and I took over and became the biggest stylist out of Atlanta for the past 15 yeah. something years. Yeah. Wow. So every rapper from the past 15 years out of Atlanta has come through me from mm-hmm. Trinidad James to Rich Homie Quan to the Migos to Lil Baby to everybody, to Jermaine Dupree, Jeezy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody. Wow. It's come through me. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. his reach is That's insane. legendary. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And I look back at some of my photos and I'd be like, yo, bro, like, Crazy, like GQ magazine with twenty that James before they start putting rappers in it. Mm-hmm. They allowed me to style that that cover. Mm-hmm. It's red. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's that's 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 crazy because I think um, that kind of goes into our origin story as well as because we started in fashion, but now we occupy this space of watches, yeah. and of course 
Um, we like to say that, you know, we're the king of the podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to speak into existence. Okay. But, um, you know, we, we had to kind of learn to occupy this space as well to be able to be studious, to, um, to, to kind of dive in, to actually love these, uh, these objects more than just what meets the eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be able to sit down and talk about something for hours at a time, you have to love it more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, us being in the space that we are and, and being as passionate and as successful as where we are and where we're going to be, I want to ask you, what was kind of like your origin story and how you grew to be the biggest stylist in Atlanta? I think it came back for me being like surrounded by like my uncles are drug dealers and, and street guys and hustlers. My mother is a hustler at her time. And then it's like being an athlete. Mm -hmm. I moved to Atlanta. And I was like, you know, you just put me on a different territory. Oh, like yeah. you just put me from high school to college playing sports or playing football. You have to step up and just adapt yeah. to, you know, being that guy. Mm -hmm. And that's all I just I just looked at it as from an athlete. It's like if I'm gonna do this, I gotta be the best to do yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I gotta, I gotta set this president. When you come to the south or you come to Atlanta, you have to call my phone. Yeah, yes. put that work yeah. in. Yeah, you gotta. And, but it was, I got struck by lightning too, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's like I had the cheat code, bro. Like I had just angels as godfathers and mentors that was just famous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They just gave me an opportunity, yeah. but I seized it and I made sure that I did my thing at it. You know what I'm saying? Well, if I can use a sports analogy, they they pass you the ball and you didn't drop it. Yeah, I didn't drop <laughs> it. Yeah, they yeah, passed yeah. me the baton. <laughs> yes. Whatever they passed me. Because a lot of people can get past the ball yeah. and can't do nothing yeah, with exactly. fumbling. Yeah, and I yeah. see it. Yes. And then at that time, too, I came in a time where it was like, it was MySpace, bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. social I'm, media just like kind of took off. Yeah, like, man, I did the Music Soul Child on my radio album. And still to this day, they say that's one of the only albums he was the flyest ever. Mm. Um, And... He found me through MySpace, bro. Wow. <laughs> yes. Like, found me through MySpace. Said he's looking for a stylist in Atlanta. And I don't know how, I can't even remember how the algorithm that you could find somebody in Atlanta as a stylist. Yeah. But yeah, and I met his um, his assistant in Lenox Mall. Mm. We met, I got a phone call. They flew me to New York. I met with Kevin Lyles mm. in his office. And just before I met music, he asked me a question. And I say, yo, his outfits is whack. He said, you got the job. <laughs> yeah, sorry, music. Hey. And then they let me do the whole on my radio album, all those videos off of that. And then that thing just started going crazy. Mm, and then, dope. you know, yeah. And I took that with everything from watches to collecting art to everything. So yeah. speaking of that, fast forward a little bit now. How how did you arrive at this place now where you developed this passion for timepieces? Was it always there or did it? Like at what point was the spark when you were like, okay, this is this deserves my attention? I think indirectly God show you things before you realize it. And mm -hmm. I remember back in college, man, when those Jacob the Jeweler watches. Yeah. Oh, that five popping. time zone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Man, my homeboy had a fake one. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody had the fake yeah. one back oh in the day. God. And I think he was from New York, <laughs> but he let me wear it on the yard. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And then the Techno Marines. Yes. Oh, yeah. out, and I actually still got one. I got a Techno Marine. Yeah. And then back in the day, you know, you saw them and you're like, I like this $500 watch. But like, that was the watch. Yeah. And mm -hmm. as time go on, I seen a big homie, um, Ludacris manager, Shaka Zulu, had his mm -hmm. classic IWC on. Mm -hmm. 
And at that time, you know, in my eyes, he looked rich. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. But he had on this simple, plain, just leather band. And I remember looking at his his dial, and it was like IWC. I'm like, what is IWC? All I knew was heard of was like Rolexes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? An international watch company. I was like, let me just do my research. Mm -hmm. And then every time I said, well, if I get a get some money, I'm going to get me an IWC. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying? Now I'm like, well, get me an IWC. Rich people wear IWC, yeah. so I'm right. going to get one. <laughs> that's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. then as I got older, then it's like you start getting your taste levels start getting crazy, then I start going crazy. Yeah. 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 So there's a, a perfect segue into a piece that you brought us tonight. Yes. Uh, yeah. You have an IWC ingenue. Yes. Yes. Um, now, already a stupid rare watch. Already N Never mind the exact rare. one you have, but ingenues in general. Yes. So crazy. And so we were talking about this. I was telling him before uh, we started shooting the episode we did with uh, Nacha and Rafa. Yes. Our Love and Watches episode. We, we got to talking about this watch. Nice. And I think Rafa had made a prediction. Yeah. He said that he wants IWC to drop one again soon. Yeah. With a thinner profile. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people don't realize that this was a uh, Gerald Genta mm -hmm. design. Mm -hmm. um, and so you have... And this is this is this is key too. So we called this episode the King of Quartz because you collect quartz watches. Yeah, only specifically. Quartz watches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only collect quartz watches. Yeah. That's your thing. Yeah. Why is that? Well, when I taught myself and started doing my research, I realized, you know, when people are like, oh yeah, Rolex only made, you know, watches that don't TikTok and all of this stuff. Yeah. And then one day randomly I walked in his watch store and he was like, Yo, I got this Rolex with a battery. And I'm like, bro, they don't make batteries. And this guy started educating me, and I'm like, so how rare are they? He's like, well, they only made like 28,000 or something. Or yeah, they're only I said, Hold made on. for a short amount of time. I said, how many? I said, cool. I said, well, my first orchard code I want, I need my birth year. He's like, what is your birth year? I said, 1983. He gave me this look. He's like, bro, you're not going to get that. I said, no, I'm going to get it. I'm going to speak it. Yeah. And just over time, he gave me this phone call, bro. And then I ran. <laughs> and this was it but the only reason why I wanted it because I wanted to always be in the room and not have the same conversation as everybody else yes. I didn't want to have on the same watch currently that everybody wanted yeah. yes. so that's, I wanted to yeah. wear a watch that I could educate somebody your OG to what you wear yeah, that's, that's such that's, an interesting point yes. too because we talk about often how Rolex is um, so high in demand so hard to get mm -hmm. but when you get it you realize how pedestrian it is. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Because everyone you're running into now is wearing a yeah, Rolex. You get, you get in the right elevator in Manhattan, there's five guys wearing the same watch. Yes. And that's crazy. How yeah. many yacht masters can you see? Exactly. That's also what um what drew me to the the Turnograph because, you know, it is the grandpa or the OG to the Submariner. Well, that's what's so beautiful about vintage Rolexes in general. Right. Yes. Right. right. Is is that most guys you run into are not going to be wearing a vintage Rolex. Probably Everyone's wearing modern. Yeah. Most most times it's either an OP or Submariner. Or now Yacht Masters kind of ascended to that role. Yeah. 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 What year did you acquire this watch? I acquired it in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I had this. So before the hype. Yeah. Before yeah. The, way right. before the hype. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I was telling earlier, man, I remember... I emailed John Claude uh, Beaver about doing something, a partnership with, with Hublot, with Ludacris. And at the time, they told me that, you know, they wasn't into aligning themselves with rappers at the time. So it was like kind of like God gave you the foresight of seeing partnerships with rappers and watch brands yeah. before it happened. Yeah. And I get it and I respect it. But I used to just, man, just respect him as a watch, you know, maker and, and all of that stuff. And I mean, I'm from... The hood. This man was in Switzerland doing something, and I just sure. and I also like the swag though too. 
Yeah, yeah, he's kind of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I like the badass of him, and and I mean, I was like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that's what it was. So it's like, you know, watches, man. You know, timepieces. It, it got me into some cool conversations, met some cool people. Oh, for yeah. sure. And I and I think that. So going back to this piece. Yeah. Um. So this is a, a IWC, Ingenieur. Yeah. Um, chronograph. Mm -hmm. GMT. Yep. Quartz. Yep. Two tone. I was gonna gold say bimetal. Yes. This thing gold is bezel. Fire. Flames. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. This nuts. is one of the sickest watches anyone has brought on our show. I'm honored because I. Yeah. yeah it's beautiful. Crazy. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It is gorgeous. Yeah. So how did this come into your life? So, um, it's crazy. I was doing. It's crazy how I buy watches too. They come in. They come in places and spurts in my life. But there you go. Um. I was doing a photo shoot with Lil Yachty and a couple of guys. And um, I got a call from a rep from Crown and Caliber okay. um, in Atlanta. And this lady was like, yo, I got, I know that you're in the courts. I have a, I, you say you wanted the IWC. I have this dope, cool IWC. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll come see it, you know? And um, she, I went to their office in Atlanta and um, she showed it to me, and because it was an IWC, and I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I did not know what I was buying. Mm. I just knew it was an IWC. Sure. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that this would be something sexy or badass. Yes. You know, at the time, and I brought that one like 2017. Wow. And I had it ever since then. And this one, like, that's a watch, this watch and that watch, I'd never sell it. And I love too how, like, if you look at it, I don't think I don't think you should ever get rid of this. Yeah, yeah, I never. That thing is so crazy. Yeah, and if you look at the braces on them, this Orsha quartz and the IWC, it's pretty similar. Yeah, very yeah. similar. Yes, it got this very stealth, like badass. It also bracelet. it also holds like like Genta's DNA in yes. terms yeah. of this of is seventies design. It, it is seventies yeah. design, and it it feels like a uh, like a Nautilus bracelet. Yeah. This yeah. is one of those, this is one of those like really cool integrated bracelets that like this watch actually has to stay on a bracelet. Like yeah. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't, no, you don't no, want to you're not putting strap. this on a strap, strap. Yeah, at no, all. Like this yeah. is staying on the bracelet. If you only got the watch head, it's, it's like, don't show it to me unless you find the bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm honored that y'all say that this yeah. is. Yeah. And I think, yeah. it, you know. What I love about your story and um, your perspective about watches is, which is kind of like the DNA of the show is like the conversation, right? Yeah. Part of conversation. Yeah. And you had hinted before we started filming um, a conversation or maybe a nod or an acknowledgement that was had about this piece. You want to share that a little bit? Oh, yeah. So um, you mean about this one? About the yeah, ingenue. Oh, yeah. The ingenue, it was You were wearing it in L.A. Yeah. I was wearing it in L.A., man. We ain't gonna name drop, but you know, <laughs> big homie, a big homie. Big, big you know, homie. I was standing out on Fairfax uh, with my uh, brother Biggs, um, and we were just standing out celebrating the reasonable about reasonable doubt twentieth anniversary, and this black SUV pull up, and I heard this whistle, and it's like, "What up, little brother?" I go up, and then um, he first thing he did, we looked down at my wrist, and he was like, "Oh, okay, I, I see how you feeling today." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I mean, man, that that kind of made me start feeling myself. I was like, "Oh yeah, I got some, I yeah, got some you got something special." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 that was like this watch. It was one of those. And then also, I can say, can I go into this conversation yeah, about this one? Please. So I'm a big John Mayer fan. Um, and and 
for his music because I love music too. But then he has a badass watch collection. And he was one of my other motivation of like, if I ever got to meet him, I got to have some some heat on. Yeah. Yeah. And so randomly, man, I was sitting in my house in Atlanta. Crazy how power of manifestation was. I was just talking about, I need to change my circle of relationships when it comes to watches. Mm. Because in the South, I don't have too many guys I could talk to. Mm-hmm. So, and he his name came up and I told one of my friends and then randomly one day, on Instagram, he posted that he was he posted a T-shirt with a dice on it that he's doing a show with Dave Chappelle in Atlanta, the Coca-Cola Roxy. That was like 15 minutes away from my house. I called my homeboy. I said, "Yo, listen, they doing a show. Y'all want to go?" Everybody like, "Nah, we want to go smoke hookahs." Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I catch y'all going. I catch y'all later." Oh, man, I man. pulled up at the Coca-Cola Roxy, bro. Didn't have no ticket. Was sold out. Wow. I'm like. It's all good, man. And then I went back into that genuine fan of a kid. I stood outside, knowing who what my relationship is in Atlanta and how people respect me. I stood outside in front of the venue and everybody saw me like, yo, Winaldo, what's up? You coming in? No, nah, I ain't coming in for the show. I'm just chilling out. One of a young dude that was an intern for TIG that Trinidad James was signed to mm. was like, big homie, you outside? What's up? What you need? I said, brother, show sold out, but um, can you just go buy me a t-shirt? Because I like to buy two. Uh, Yeah, two of merch. So I brought the t-shirt. I said, cool. I said, well, I ain't going to be able to get in. I start walking towards my car and I hear somebody call my name. He's like, yo, what's up? I turn around. It was my brother, DJ Trauma, that randomly DJs for Dave Chappelle. Wow. He said, yo, come walk in with us. I walk in, bro. I walked in. As soon as I walked in, John Mayer is playing Purple Rain, and I'm standing there. <laughs> it was the most craziest shit ever. That's then I walk in the hallway. He walks off the stage for his intermission. The first thing he saw, bro, was my orchestra court. Wow. He was like, that's badass. Yeah. So then he comes stand beside me. We start talking. He's like, yo, you, you want to watch this? I say, man, I just watched your whole dinky show. No disrespect, you know, but this podcast is the one I love. We we were good. <laughs> right, right. But at the time, that was the only podcast. And I like, man, I watch you, man, and I like your your watch collection. And I mean, I like y'all respect you. He said, no, I respect you because you have something that I haven't seen in a very long time on somebody, especially young as you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's cool. I was like, yo, can I get a picture? He's like, yeah, you got an orchard going on. We can get a picture. He <laughs> took this picture and I said, yo, man, the next time you come to Atlanta, I got something for you to show my appreciation. And I got, and I found this Cartier watch roller travel case he came back to atlanta and i gave it to him wow and so now every time he comes to atlanta i come see him that's and, awesome yeah and i int- actually introduced john mayer to jermaine dupree oh wow backstage and i took a picture which i might show of me and john and i have my psj on well, oh. time, yeah, I switched it up on him. Yeah. <laughs> he said, wait till you yeah. see this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and knock him off again. So, what yes. was the PSJ? My PSJ polo, man, that it was this all gold, just yeah. nasty. We'll throw a picture of it. I was yeah. hoping you said that. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, and I brought it. Actually, I brought it on August the 1st, my daughter's first birthday. Because oh, wow. her name is Penelope, so I had the P with the clasp on it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, so I wore that's, it. that's special. For ben real. actually loves PSJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of my favorite, one of my favorite PSJ story is with Mike Tyson in New York City. Have you ever heard this story? No. You know about mm-hmm. it? Mike Tyson was about to fight at MSG. I forgot who he was fighting, but he was in the fight at MSG. Showtime was promoting the fight, and he walks into a PSJ boutique, and he tries on this PSJ with all diamonds. Falls in love with it. Just walks out the store. 
Huh? <laughs> and he tells the sales associate, Showtime will pay for it. Don't worry. At the time, I think it was like $110,000 for the watch. Mm. It was over six figures. Wow. He's like, Showtime will pay for it. Don't worry. It's the day before the fight. And Showtime's like, there's no way we're paying for that. Like, what, like, what are you doing? And he's like, I just won't fight. Wow. And they pay for it. Of course they pay for yeah. it. That's Mike that's Tyson. Hard. Fucking Mike Tyson. Yeah. You want to see him fight? Yeah, that's hard. And I, I found out about the story maybe three years ago, and then I really started doing a deep dive on Piaget, and I've been like, I fucking love Piaget. That's yes. a great story. Yeah. You do some crazy shit. I have, a, I have a client who wears a skeletonized, ultra-thin, all like... Five days a week. Wow. And oh, the ultra thin is fine. Yeah, and every time it, every yeah. time he wears it, I just I put it on. Cause it's cool as hell. Yeah. 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 I've seen it. It's yeah. It's beast. Yeah. Beasty. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice one. I'm gonna just stay with the quartz though. You know. I mean, um, could you imagine a, a skeletonized quartz? Skeletonized yeah. quartz be crazy. That would be insane. They need to cut a check for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they're yeah. listening, Please. we know you are. Right. <laughs> Um, so in your profession, you spend you spend a lot of time uh, with entertainers, celebrities, yeah. Um, and it, it does seem like more of the young guys are starting to catch the wave a little bit, if you will. Yeah. There's even like you know now we have like the term plain Jane, yeah, which is said said a lot in like a lot of records. And, yeah. It was popularized by like ASAP Ferg, and you know, which means for those who don't know, Plain Jane refers to a watch that is as it was when it left the factory. Yes. And so when when the when the slang and the vernacular catches up with that, and, and these terms are coined, I'm looking at it as like a cue that now a lot of the younger guys are like, no, like a this could be an investment. B, it's a work of art. Yeah. Um, See, you know, it's a conversation piece. Are you seeing more of that with, with, with some of your clients even? Yeah, yeah. I think the number one is Lil Baby. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. I mean, bruh really taking that serious. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you could tell of his growth, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. I mean, I have seen so many guys go from not being known to being astronomically mm -hmm. famous. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the Migos getting into it. You mm -hmm. know, Altec, Quavo, you know. They doing their thing because you know they got their big homie Coach K. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's He's so a big crazy. Watch guy. Yeah, I actually got uh, Coach K asked me to source a uh, Orchard Court for P for a random birthday. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, yeah. And I got it, and I told Coach K, I said, "Yo, I got it. I got you one, bro." That's and, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I never seen P wear, but Coach K got it for him and gave it to him for his birthday. Mm. But yeah, um, and I think the number one young guy that I'm a fan of, but I love mm. Tyler the Creator. Yeah, yes. we talk about him. We talk yeah. about him all the time. Yeah, and, yeah. and listen, his collection is impressive. Listen, it's, it's impeccable. And all he loves is them Cartiers. Yeah, and he wears them tanks. And when I saw saw his performance, and he had on that crash watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. yes. You just you just took my soul, but I love it. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes, you know yes, yes. But but I love stuff like that, man. I mean, yeah. they not thinking that we're we're supposed to go there and be educated. Mm -hmm. And it's it's flipping that that page. It's yes. flipping the page and then they're expressing their taste too. Cause like yeah. I always go back to an interview that Tyler the Creator had where he was talking about how much he hates Rolex. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? To make a statement like that yeah. is not Rolex. only a declaration of like, I don't like something, but it's also a declaration of like, no, I know I have my I have my own taste. Yeah. Yes. Like I figured out what I like yeah. and what works for me. Yes. And yeah. this is where I'm dialed in now. Yeah. And, and that's I, how I feel about the oyster. Well, just feel about courts. It's mm -hmm. like automatics is just wasn't 
for me. And then I realized all the automatics are just big, bro. Like yeah. 40 millimeters, bro. I'm like barely 5'11". You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. like, and I'm slim. So it's like, no, nah, give me no ventures things, man. 36 millimeters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, and I'm just keep it sexy. Yeah. And, and keep it clean. And then when I educated myself and realized that Biggie wore size 36 millimeter, bro. Yeah. Oh, I tell people that all the time. Yeah. That's, the, that's the only size the there time. was right. outside of a professional watch. All the time. Right. And I'm like, all these, all these dudes, yeah. all these dudes walking, and I'm like, they're like, oh, like, oh, it's too small, and I'm like, okay. Biggie wore this. Yes, right. Biggie's exactly. like can eat you. Right, right. right. you are three yeah. times smaller than him. Right. Yes, like yeah. if it, up until a decade ago. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. in the yeah. '90s, guys weren't wearing big watches. Yeah, no. I mean, you, no, if you, you were wanted still a, wearing at yeah. the most maybe a 38. If you wanted a Rolex, like, you didn't have a choice but to get a 36. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that wasn't a sports model. Right. You look at Pac, all of his photos. He got a 36. Yeah, he got his his Malachi. Did it? Yep. Yeah, and Biggie had Beautiful the lapis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the move. Biggie's yeah. was fire though. It had six and nine with they diamonds. Yes. It's crazy. The funniest thing too is like all them braces was never sized. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie, Biggie probably had an Adlin. He right, had the Adlin. Like, like, like pocket <laughs> generally on his elbow. <laughs> yeah. God, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, kind of uh, diving into um, you know your appreciation for Tyler. The crash watch, and then um, just Cartier in general. Right. Um, we have a Cartier watch here, yeah. and before we, you know, rolled the cameras, we were just talking about um, what Cartier is doing now with the one shot, and um, you have something in the works. We'll we'll, we'll keep yeah. that under wraps unless you want to share. But with Cartier and their one shots, you know, even. A two thousand dollar watch from Cartier now is extremely coveted. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we have a perfect example of it here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot yes. of people are gonna get so jealous. Let's when they get that into one. this one. This was your. I know this was one of your most recent acquisitions. Yeah, this was. Uh, you I, sent me a picture when you got this one. Yeah. I yeah. remember how excited you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what's crazy is, it's funny how life works because I what I remember distinctly saying to you when you sent me a photo of this, I think I said something to the effect of like, y'all was just talking about this. Yeah. And yeah. we were just talking about this because I think it was, you know where it was? It was right after Christmas. Um, Cause uh, Swiss got one of these for mm. his birthday. Yes. Yeah. And the green one was really hard to get. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. how did this, how did this come into your life? Man, I guess. The watch guards be blessing the little kids like me, man, with a dream. <laughs> you know, um, I'm gonna shout out my lady. Um, Marion over at Cartier in the, in Atlanta, Georgia boutique, man, they take very great care of me because I go in and I tell them about releases about watches that they don't even know in the system yet. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, yo, these solid color, three Cartiers that are coming out, these tanks, I need them. They're like, Ronaldo, they probably gonna never come to Atlanta because you know. Yeah. And then she sent me a text message saying, look what came in the store. Wow. wow. She said, we have one green one and we have one like Maroon red. The red one. The red I one. said, yo, I'm on my way. Yeah. You green. Really getting both? No, this is I turned down getting both. Oh, because wow. I looked at it and I said, you know what? I ain't gonna be selfish. Give me that money green one because when that black one come out, y'all know black, I, that black one was crazy. <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. They kind of I mean they made a Geneva only, but now they dropping the gold one. Yeah, the gold yes. one's yeah. even nicer. Yeah, yes. and so but the gold one is automatic. Mm. And so yeah, and the same was the stainless one is, is gonna be the core. So and all, all I wear is black anyway. So that just fits my aesthetic. But um, when it comes to Atlanta, I'm going to be the first one to have that black one, though. I'm going to just go in and say it. This yes, water. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I just picked up my first Cartier, and we were talking about um, realization. And it's it's I got a Santos Dumont Quartz. Nice. And um, 
it's, it's sometimes it's a little satisfying not having a seconds hand. Yeah. Yes. It's something, I, I like there's something it. beautiful about having a watch without a second. It's like a yeah. magic trick every time you check the time. Yeah. It just moves. That's, yeah. a, that's a great way to describe <laughs> yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You just it just moves. Yeah. 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 And I love the strap on it too. The it's strap like, is awesome. Yes. Yeah, it's like clean, man. It's like you know what I'm saying? Look, it don't even look yeah, you know what I'm saying? Perfect size. Right. You can wear it with a suit. You can whatever wear it. Whatever you want. Yeah, yes. whatever you want. I mean, it's, it's like, perfect jeans and t shirt yeah, suit. Go. It's like there's, there's never a wrong occasion. Yeah. Really to wear a Cartier. Yeah. Just, and that green, man. It's like. It's a good shade of green. Money yeah. green. It's yeah. that old Amex green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, it's one of my favorite watches. I mean, you know, my pieces. I mean, and like I said, I got it for a birthday present. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. It came at the right time. That's awesome. So that's going to be my only green watch, though. Awesome. You know, I'm going to keep it sexy like that. <laughs> um, with respect to, like, your relationship with your clients, yeah. I imagine they see you, they see your, your, you know, they're already taking style cues from you. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so are you finding yourself having conversations with these guys about watches? Are they coming to you for advice? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is one of the things because now as I'm older, I tell them, like, yo, you know, your timepiece on your wrist represents all of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You got that on. I don't care about what outfit you got on, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the right piece on your wrist yes. could change yeah. your whole different conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when you're in the rooms doing business, I realize a businessman gonna look at your wrist and gonna tell it's gonna tell a lot about your IQ and where your your business acronym at. Mm-hmm. It's yes. where you invest in your money at and how you look at time. Yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I talk to myself that. So it's like, you know, I just tell guys like have that that wild card, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm covered in tattoos. You see me gold in my mouth. I drive old schools. Mm-hmm. And then you see me hop out, and I might have a tank on. Yeah. It's something crazy. You be like, hold on, man. Yeah. It changes the perception. You know, when you see that person, you put everything together, and you say, okay, no, these are all very specific, yeah. distinct choices. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and here is someone who is meticulous. Yeah, about everything. They have something to say. Yes. It's just so crazy. Like for yeah. my 1979 Chevrolet C10, mm-hmm. mint condition, all black, to my 5.0 1988, completely mint condition. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is by detail. And that's yeah, how, like, when you look at the mechanics of watches, when watchmakers, you got to have that all the way across the board. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, time Everything, machines. Everything's intentional. Yeah. Like you said, literal time machines. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what it is. That's what I tell the young boys, man. Yeah. When you style them, are you taking watches into consideration yeah. as well? Yeah, always. It's like yeah. everything from the aesthetic, from your your frames to everything. It's like, you know, if you're wearing more sleek, clean stuff, let's not do a big bracelet. Put on something with a strap. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? It's like when you look back at Jay and you look back at Pharrell and you start looking back at these photos, mm-hmm. you're like, yo, y'all was not playing. They weren't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's it a was great not playing, reference bro. point too for I think a lot of these young guys is you you look back, and I don't know how many of them consider this because even the big guys like Jay and Pharrell and all these guys yeah. they might not have considered it back then, but so many of, of these photos have have become like, you know, art pieces yes. in themselves. Reference, points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. reference yeah. points, but also like moments in time that are are special. They document yes. like specific yeah. periods of time and music. So to go back and like look at like, you know, Jay Z's like second album cover, and yeah. you see the platinum day date. He's yeah. and it's just like, yo, this is album number two, yeah. platinum day date. That's what we do. That's what we right. do. You know what I'm right. Even like, still, like whole, I think, I think, you know, he's always had his finger on the pulse and has always led the charge and trends. And we can see that his 
his trends then become culture because, you know, when he came out with change clothes and mm -hmm. dirt off your shoulder and his method was less is more. Yeah. You start to see it now. Yeah. yeah. Of course, you know, we were still doing the bust downs and everything else, but his message paid dividends because now you have the young guys, the little babies, the mm -hmm. yachties, right. um, all these guys they're actually deciding like, you know what? I don't want to wear this bust down watch. I don't want to wear all these diamonds. Not because, you know, someone told me not to, but you know what? Less is more. I want to yeah. be perceived differently. Yeah, they understand there's a time and place for it now too. Yes. It's okay to have yeah. that stuff. We're yes. not knocking that. Right, right. But there's definitely moments where it's, I think, more acceptable to do it than not. Yeah. And I think it just comes down to educating yourself That's, on and what then it is. I think also, because, I mean, we, we've seen this, too, and I know you've, you've seen this in your career, uh, even the story you shared about, like, a, a John Mayer. But, it, it you know, having a, a timepiece on your wrist um, and one that you can speak to, when you're in a certain room with a certain crowd, it strikes up certain conversations. Mm -hmm. right. And those conversations can open doors yeah. for you, your career, et cetera, or even just a great conversation. You end up meeting someone that you that has something valuable to share with you because mm -hmm. yeah. you never know, right. you know. But we both now have a reference point. Someone goes, "Man, where'd you get that? What yeah. is it?" And then you, you know, what I'm saying, and it takes you to this other place that that we love. You know, that's yeah. what this show is is, is founded on. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of conversation pieces, yeah, we got another piece on the table. Big conversation piece. This, this is <laughs> <laughs> big. Combo. So, yo, I'm honored that the watches I brought out. Y'all giving me like, okay, cool. He I. Oh no, you more than I. Yeah, yeah. Yo, um, this is not only one of the the best collections we've we've had in the show. Um, the fact that everything here is quartz makes it that much more special because it's consistent. Yes, like, yeah. and it's consistent because you know you could just have a bunch of quartz watches, right? But you've been very intentional yeah. about what you're purchasing, and yeah. you are. You've built a collection. Yes, yeah. you you committed to it. You yeah. committed yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're like I'm Sometimes going that'd to be purchase. Sometimes that would be death for me too, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many times? How many times you seen a watch that's not quartz? Been like, fuck, I need that, and then don't buy it. It happened. No, it, no, it, it happened. And Perry was the on the side of convinced what well, putting the battery in my back to do it, yeah. and it was the uh, Rolex Everose. Yeah. Yacht Master, and I wanted it because it was a 38 millimeter and mm -hmm. it, it just fit. Mm -hmm. But then when I brought it, I had it, I was like, and I was looking It'll at make it, you feel how the other bruh, stuff did. But when I put these on, yeah. yes. Whew, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you can't mess with me today. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> I, decide, I decide what watch I'm going to wear based on how I feel. It's never what I'm wearing. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's just even, even if I wake up in the morning, the first thing I usually, I have a little nice snack in my bed. I always put my, the watch I take off at night, I always put it there. If I just roll over and like touch it in the morning, I'm like, I have to wear it. Yeah. Because it was, I didn't think about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a Hublo. Yeah. What do you Is this the first Hublo on the show? Second. Second? Second? Well, we had one oh, all right. at, yes. at Sotheby's. Yes. yes. We did do a Hublo <laughs> at Sotheby's. Okay. Okay. This is a special watch. So I remember he sent me a photo of this watch. And the first, the first thing you sent me was the case pack. Yeah. Not for sale. Hublo. <laughs> Can't buy this. Can't buy this. You cannot, you can't get this. <laughs> and, and when a jeweler saw me with it on, he looked at me like I just committed like the biggest. Like a felony. Yeah. 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 He's like, yo, bro, he got nervous. Yeah. He's like, yo, how you get that? I said, hey, man, listen, 
Yeah, you can't, you can't even tell them. Yeah, I yeah, like, can't tell them the real you know, story. I got it on my wrist. That's there we go. <laughs> you know. And then you look at the dial, and it has the Hubo logo. Yeah. Uh, it's got your hour hand, your minutes hand. It's got a ticking, uh, a ticking seconds hand because it is quartz, mm-hmm. and then it says service in big letters at the bottom. Yeah. So what I know about this piece is that this piece is given out to Hublo clients when they bring their watches in for servicing. This is given to them on loan. Yeah. Right. As a replacement, like put this on your wrist until this watch comes back from servicing, and then we'll swap. Um, but they 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 usually they take it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a double flex to have. It's, yeah. Right. So this yeah. isn't a watch that they they ever sell. You can't buy it from Hublot. Um, it's given to it's given to Hublot clients on loan, and then it's supposed to be returned. But you got your hands on a yeah. not for sale. Hublot. They probably stopped doing this because you. Now they, no, I, think they, I think they stopped that way before. Me. Yeah. yeah they definitely did. There's another one that looks yeah a little bit more bulkier too yeah there's they have there's an automatic one too yeah, yeah. well there was one recently that uh hodinky did a yeah story on. yeah they did yeah. a story on it. yeah yeah that's the one i know there's one guy in atlanta that has one and i've been on his neck for like seven years and every time i see him he works at a g-star store yeah and i'm like yo you sell me that watch and you're like no no because he know what he got and i think because he knows how bad i yeah. want it yeah he won't sell it but he's a good guy so i'm like it's cool you know yeah. you got one and i got one but yeah so you know, and you don't have to give us the details. All right. But how did this in but so few words enter your life? I asked a guy that could get me some things. Gotcha. He said he got one <laughs> and he got it for me. Respect. Yes. And Res- he will always remain will remain, remain nameless. 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 Shout yeah. out to you. Shout out to you, <laughs> yeah. Mystery Man. Yeah. But this is this now this is a conversation. <laughs> man. Yeah. What year did, did did this come into your collection? Just last year. Oh wow! Yeah, this last year, and I love it because. Did you know about this when you first seen it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like like again. When I got the bug of Hublot's, is because when I saw Jay do his watch. Yeah. And I wanted the black on black one, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the money at the time to do that, mm-hmm. you know. And then I saw, oh, y'all made a courses and y'all made it not for sale. And it's hard to get. Yeah, no. I I so you were to, you were intentionally oh, looking and for one. Very intentional. Okay. About finding his watch. It's nice. Just and it's and I love it because it's it's so unassuming. And I like how it just looks like matted and it just yeah. looks it's sandblasted. It looks yeah, it's like my crazy. Batman. It almost looks like it would be titanium. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like my Batman watching. Mm-hmm. When you see it, you're not gonna pay attention to my wrist. I could be around. Most like, people wouldn't even know what it is. They wouldn't yeah. even look at it. And you know, when I wear it, but those that do know, they be like, they, 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 their jaw drops. They're yeah. like, yeah, they know. Like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, got you again. How how long did it take for them to find it? Man, I've been looking for that for years, bro. Honestly, wow. yeah, it was like three or four years. You know that again. I'm so stuck on courts sure. and I'm just going to stay down until I get what I want. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so that's what it was. And yeah, sick. when Perry put the pressure on me, he's like, you're going to bring watches. And then I start looking in my watch box and my safe. And I'm like, oh God, here's the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is I really respect y'all because like I told Perry earlier, I just like the aesthetic of watches. You know, y'all taught me, y'all teaching me all the time, the history, the just the detail about these watches. I mean, I'd be more amazed, but I'm like, yo, they like robots, bro. Like, they be over here just <laughs> yeah. talking about this, and I'm over here like, yo, is it coarse? I like the aesthetic of it. 
cool give it to me but i think but, what's yeah. what's awesome about your perspective too and it's something that we talk about often with a, with a lot of the visitors because so one of the questions we'll pose is um sort of like what is you know what is it that you love about watches do you first come for the tech do you come from you know the the history like what's your point of reference and nine out of ten times it's aesthetics and it, I feel like it has to be for most people, right? Yeah, like you yeah. got to be attracted to it first to wear it. Yeah. And so to speak with someone like yourself, who is a collector, right? You're collecting clothing. I know you for having art collection. Remember when I visited your spot in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art everywhere. Yeah. Like it's, I was like, he wasn't. And, and you know what's funny about this guy is that in the same way he is with watches, he is with his art. Like he's man, I ain't playing. Let me tell you something. Watch when you come, you gonna see everything. We went in. It was like holy shit. This guy isn't fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he, so, is, he has everything. Yeah, and it's so crazy. Just like I like your taste of watches change, mm -hmm. my taste of art change. Oh, yeah. So now, in my house now, I only have black photography art. Mm. From like Gordon Parks to Mel D. Cole yeah. to Jim Alexander, which is Gordon Parks' mentee mm. that is like 80 years old that I found him and he really, he lives in Atlanta. Mm. So I go sit with him and he showed me like some dope books and uh pictures that he took of gordon parks yeah and all of that stuff because gordon parks was like my ultimate photographer mm -hmm. you know and when i saw the invisible man you know coming out of the out of the out of the um the ground going into the subway like to an underground like uh pot well sewer yes that spoke of me so much and then i just went crazy into the art world to like fahamu Baku to knowledge bennett you know what I'm saying to you know. These are both friends of mine. Yeah, I know Fahamo and yeah. Knowledge. Yeah, and I got and one of his pieces that's in my bedroom is was in the Hype Museum in Atlanta, mm. and then for, uh, with Knowledge Bennett, I got one of his black diamond dust pieces that he had on black. I'll put you onto someone next too. Okay, my homeboy is running around with Knowledge now in L.A. Okay, and he's amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And shout out my guy named Anthony too, Boomy. That he's out here. Mm -hmm. He does do rags. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, and I love him. Good. Yeah, so. And then it goes to the old schools, bro. So like, yeah, it just got like this with these watches. It got the same way with the art. It's it's funny how it all rolls together because yeah. that's where we met, and now yeah. to see where a couple yeah. years later. <laughs> yeah, and, and I remember, I remember Perry. So I'm, of course, I've known Perry for a long time. Yeah, I remember Perry in that art space and him curating art and yeah, the the art that. The craziest thing about Perry is that he, he very like yourself, is yeah. a visionary, foresees the future, and. There was like things in art where like you physically seen it, but then there were things that you partook in where it was almost like you took the art with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. A part, a, a, a part of the exhibition is with you and stays with you. And um, I, my my question to you, being so much as a purist and someone that is very meticulous, yeah. because speaking to you and finally getting to meet you, you like what you like. And ain't nothing and nobody gonna change it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's with everything, Fact. too. Now, what I'm gonna ask is I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> How do you feel about NFTs? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that went all the, the way fuck? left. Uh, <laughs> let's go for it. Why not? Yeah. I gotta do it. Okay. I gotta do it. I'm so, sorry. So, let's do it. so, this is my, this is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's BS, bro. Like, I have never met. Okay, you in the NFTs, right? He thinks it's the fucking future. So, man, something about it. With is the all future. of this in the same thing as Rick Ross asked, 
All of y'all guys with all this NFT stuff, bro, show me somebody that literally became wealthy off of NFTs, bro. I never seen it. They, nobody has ever showed proof of it. You, oh, yeah, I sold all of this through NFT and all of that. But now guess what happens? Where are the people that are talking about NFTs right now? Where yeah, that, that it lasts. It's quiet. It lasts for like a month doing college, I mean, like, like Clubhouse. Now all of a sudden these experts, where are they at? Yeah. But I, I mean, me personally, yeah. I love the idea of NFTs because it's just another way to collect. For me as a collector. But I, can I ask you a question, though? I don't own any NFTs at the moment. Right, but can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you making me to believe that I should collect it, right? Because I see how passionate you is about it. Yes. <laughs> but you mean timepieces as NFTs? I mean, anything in NFTs because you collect timepieces in art. Right, but so I they're both in you, the same because you. now they're both infiltrating so, the same space. I think because um, I know where he's going with this. <laughs> I didn't set me up. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just so. Well, well, you know where I'm yeah, going I know with where this. You're going with this. It's 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 all. So what's happening with NFTs? What's happening with crypto right now? Um, obviously, we know it's it's bottomed out. Yeah, it'll come back. Um, all of this stuff is still incredibly early. Yes. Right. Um, at some point, the metaverse will be a thing. I, I don't think it's fully flushed out. But at some point when it is, these things will mean a great deal more than they mean now. They'll be so very prevalent. in theory, the metaverse. And I don't want to talk about this anymore. After this. <laughs> <laughs> but in theory, the metaverse in its latent form. Right. Will be indistinguishable from us being in this room right now. Like we could literally be at home with goggles on conducting this interview, but while we're on, get the sensation that we're all in the room with one another. Yes. Your watches are here. We're touching the watch and yeah, we're passing you can touch around. Through, all that, yeah. that, the, that the metaverse will be like that. So in theory, you could stay in there. You could have your own place in there. You could own art, put it on the wall. You could have relationships with people across the globe, all from the comfort of your living room. It's a terrifying idea. There's yes. been movies made on this. Yes. But I respect and I love the fact that you say NFTs are not for you. Yeah, I don't not. own them either. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't own them. And this is and this is why, bro. Like you spend all of this money, and then something happens, bro, and then that money is just gone. It's like a it's like throwing something in a like it's just like in a whale yeah, into the void. Yeah, it's yeah. like mm -hmm. I love it, but listen, I'm telling you, if you become successful off this NFT, I'm calling you, bro, and I'm like, I need you. Yeah, but that's what that's what the way I'm going with it. As far as like, because so I think the surface level is that we believe that people collect NFTs to make money. When I think that there's people that collect NFTs where money doesn't even matter to them. Listen, and to some degree, that's that's right, true, true, right? So we went to Sotheby's and they had an NFT auction at Sotheby's. So this is something that is being the, taken the, more the seriously. The only thing I want to throw to that too, though, is that the NFT auctions came with real images. Sure. Of the thing. Sure, but at some point, it's it's like it's like uh, at some point, everything that you have now in terms of NFTs, when it's fully flushed out, and let's say maybe it's 25, 30 years away, will essentially be incredibly valuable. Yeah. If you still have it, it'll be ephemeral. Yes. Right? Like if you get uh, one of, what's homie who does the NFT watches? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus who does, I think it's called first or second generation generative watches, something like this. Mm -hmm. Let's say you have one of his today. You just bought it. You, you stashed it away. 
you're not thinking about it. You got in the blockchain on some file, whatever. Yeah. And in 50 years, watches in the metaverse are a real thing. And then you break out and be like, yo, do you remember these? We were one of the first. Could be incredibly valuable. It's no different than him backing out his service watch Hublot. It's a little different. It's a little yeah, different, yeah. but it, but in, in theory, in terms of like how we value art and objects, it's the same idea. Yes. And you right. know what's scary is too about that whole metaverse what NFT thing? You know how like you don't remember your app ID sometimes? Yes. Your passcode? Yeah, what happened? Um, Ooh, yeah. You locked out your so life. I, so I, <laughs> I've seen this happen to somebody where they forgot their like MetaMask password, and there's like literally no way to get it back. You just lose it. It literally tells you like when you make an account, write this down somewhere where you can always have access to it. If you forget it, it's a wrap. There are so many people like that in the early years of Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, well, we know a story about the, the laptop that got lost in like a yeah. LA trash dump or something yeah. like that with like millions of dollars of Bitcoin on it from see. the very beginning. But I salute you, brother. I salute you. Yeah. So <laughs> what, 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 the, what, I mean, to, to I, I want to give Rashawn some props here because yes, there's some future in the NFTs, but right. I need somebody to cut me a check for what I'm about to say. <laughs> so the, what? the future is an insurance. Sure. Mm. Like the Sotheby's auction with mm-hmm. the Genta NFTs and the images. The NFT serves as insurance for the image. Something goes wrong in that image, your fucking house burns down. You got the NFT has proof that I own well, it. Well, yeah, there are companies working and on pay that me now. Yeah, the, the that's that's how I could see it that's could really what work out. I think out. Cardano was working on in terms of like, I don't want to get all into this, but they were building like some some like contract thing in uh, on the blockchain, where it's like there'll be like copies of it living in two places, yeah. so mm. there's a record. So can I ask who owns the blockchain? Like, you know, like, if, like... All cr- valid questions. Like, yeah, exactly. if your credit card gets stolen or missing, you could call it your credit card, right? Yes. If something happened to the platform of the blockchain, who do we call to... Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mine's exactly. It's like, who, who do we call? Who, it, 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 who, yes. No it, one yet. Like, The Matrix, right? Like, that, that movie yeah. scares me. I think that's why... I think that's part of... That's, I think it's one of the, the reasons why it bottomed out, and now you still have, like... You have companies like a JP Morgan, you have yeah. companies like City mm-hmm. that are trying to address this, building their own blockchains. Yes. But and this is the this is my last comment into this because it goes into a whole I didn't think hole. this is what yeah, we were doing. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't expect, <laughs> I didn't expect this either. <laughs> but the thing is like, I mean, think about an early, early, early civilization, the trade of commerce was labor until someone said labor or goods, yeah. Labor or yeah. goods, and now it's like, okay, labor and goods is okay, but now let's trade on a note. And then everybody probably like freaked out, like, why is a piece of paper, you know, um greater than my uh my two bare hands? So it's still very new and everybody's like freaking out about it. You it's know, the next hustle. It's just the yeah. next. It, yes, right. It's the next. Look, the next listen, gaffle. we we had everything on earth to live for free, and what we did, we made money. We fucked it up for ourselves. Yeah. Conversation over. No NFT bullshit. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, getting back into watches. Okay. Getting back into watches. <laughs> um, so I know you. I, we talked about your collection tonight, and, and you've got a, a, a bunch of other hit pieces in your collection. Um, and so one of the questions we usually end with is sort of like, either like what's your grill or what's 
your your next piece. But I think you made yours very clear what it yeah, is, yeah. and that is the Cartier Crash. Yes. Uh, what is it about that watch that does it for you? Why do you love that watch so much? Why does it mean so much to you? First of all, we're going to say that will be the first Holy Grail watch that's not a quartz that I want. That's the only one. That's, that's right. It's not quartz. Yeah, yeah that's my only temptation of biting the apple off sure. the tree is again it goes back into the aesthetics mm. of how this watch was damaged mm -hmm. brought in to be fixed and then they decided you know what i like this how this looks yeah mm -hmm. but then also how rare it is how hard it is to get mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they don't care about whatever and like we were talking about your buying your buying history you know you got to be a band. You gotta be plugged in. Yeah, you gotta yes. be plugged in. Yes. To get that. And if anybody that's in this world of Cartier that has some say so, I want the watch to keep it in my family generation and my will and my trust for my daughters to wear it to mm -hmm. their wedding day or to their prom. Mm -hmm. This is a watch that I would never sell. This is there is a specific model that you want? No. I just, a, he wants a piece unique. That's I, what he wants. I just, you want to make your own. I just need one. <laughs> well, what if you could get one with diamonds? How you feel about diamonds? Oh, no. I turn those down. No, I want, you don't no. like diamonds. Mm -hmm. we, love, oh, we love the I Cartier love Crash it. with diamonds. What? I turn yes. on the Crash with a diamond case and bracelet. Yeah, I mean, we try it on that Sotheby's. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'll show you a picture of it. Yeah, that's not my thing. Just yes. give me give me, <laughs> give me that plain Jane. Yeah. Listen, the first time I saw it was on Kanye West. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I the saw that gold. thing on his wrist. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him and I looked back at his wrist and I was like, ooh, ooh. I was like, bro, whatever. I need that. Yeah. yeah. Then when I saw Tyler wear it, mm -hmm. you know, if Tyler said, yo, I don't want this no more, bro, I'm coming to <laughs> give you the cash. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I just love it, man. And then again, it's that one of those watches as a young man, you have that on your wrist and you know, like nobody around you going to have it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no. And you're going to get respected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's everyone's gonna be like, "How did you get that?" Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's really what it is, man. So, yeah. what's the what's the one watch that's a grill that is quartz? Oh my, uh, Nautilus thirty nine hundred. Yeah, all gold. Mm -hmm. I want that bad thing. But you have one already. I have an Aquinox. Oh, that's right. You have yeah, the Aquinox. I have an Aquinox. You have an yeah. Aquinox quartz. Yeah. See, I got that, and I got an ellipse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I got some, <laughs> but that one, yes. that Nautilus. Yes. I get that. I'm like, <laughs> that's the holy grail of course to me. Yes, yeah. I have all the other ones, but that one there is, is my is like my unicorn. A lot of people don't realize that Patek did quartz watches, right? Yes. Especially right. not in those models, right? Yes. Especially man, when I wear my Aquanaut, like they're thinking like, hold on, why your Aquanaut looks like like why is that like a jumbo? You know, what yeah, because mm -hmm. they don't know any better. Yeah, yes. and it's like, nah, man, this is the silent killer. You know, it looks yeah. just like it, but it has a different more function to it. It's, yeah. it's also the OG. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the deployment class one in it is still cool. I mean, my, I used to go into Tiffany's. What year was that one? It was a uh, nine, no, uh, 2001. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I used to go in Tiffany's when they were selling uh, Patek like a lot, and uh, they took him out of the store, the boutique here in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and I used to try to just buy the deployment class. I like just buy, just give me the deployments. Like yeah. I'm gonna just buy them. Mm -hmm. I just want to start collecting. <laughs> just the deployment. That's so they, funny. You know, just doing yeah. random things like that. And that's going back into you diving into something and you just going to. You far. get hooked. 
Yeah, you yeah, can do that. And then you get into the minutiae and it's just like you want every little bit of piece yeah, of it. Yeah, I wanted to actually try to build my own. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You got a class from somewhere, a strap from another. Yeah. And, find a case and like, yo, yes. what's up? You know, and that's the cool part, like Frankenstein it. Yeah. You know, just a little bit. And, yes. you know, that was a cool thing. But yeah, man, those are my my two holy grails. Once I get those, I am and I will say I will be done collecting watches. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's a that's a who's uh, who, who do you do you know that has a collection that you you really admire from Pers any walk of life? Is oh, any walk of life. You know personally where you're like this is this is this is a good collection. Pros is badass. Excuse he me, is. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he's at AP like early on. on. Yeah, early on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, John Mayer, um, Eric Clapton, Clapton mm -hmm. got crazy yeah. stuff, and and um, you know. The ones that I saw Jay wear in person, mm. um, really, I'll give it to Coach K um, because he really started doing it. And that's somebody I can really see. Mm. You know, what um, is he collecting right now? What is what is like? Man, he he he. You know, when your artists or rappers and y'all just buy each other watches, yeah. you're like, bro, like y'all got the cheat code. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> so he wears everything, but it's like you know, he just always. Has like just clean, yeah. Just yeah. whenever I see him, Coach is always like a cleaner. I always told myself, when I get older, I want to be like Lenny Kravitz, Prince, and Coach K. How they just age gracefully and they just like real cool. He he guys. he's he's a he's a he's a very clean dude. Uh, you can tell he has taste. Yeah. Um, and he kind of reminds me of like he. You know, what he reminds me of not like I want to say like an Andre Harrell. Yeah, yeah, and how yeah. he carries himself. Yeah, yeah. very quiet, very quiet, yeah. very, very unassuming. You know, right. he's about his business, but he's not in the forefront. No. He's just like I do. This is what I. This is my world. Right yeah, here. yeah, this he, is I live. yeah. He lives in that cool space too. Yeah, you see yeah. him. You know, we be at dinners together and stuff, and he just come in and I'm be and I'm blessed, man. That you know, he asked me just my taste on mm. art. You know, I actually put him on the retina. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, and then he showed me gratitude for that, and and you know, but like just sitting with him, man, and just seeing his aesthetic to yeah. things too is is very cool to watch. And you see it rubbing off on like a little baby. Yeah, yeah, a so, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and Lil Yachty too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lil Yachty is his protege. Like, you when I when I Lil Yachty was first brought to me with Coach K. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and it was dope. So it's like, but Coach K is very. He's into that thing, man. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, he into it. He got he got the car thing going. He he got this car club Same in Atlanta. Car collector. Yeah, I pulled up with for the young guys. I pull up in my old schools. Mm -hmm. You know, they got the BMWs. I'm pulling up in the 5.0s and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they're going Google Gaga over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I course. got I got one of the most beautiful Fox body 5.0s around. Hmm. I go head to head with any guy. That's awesome. When they come to that, yeah. When they come to them old schools, I'm gonna show you what that looked like too. Man, Atlanta's a special place. Yeah, y'all got to come is. down, man. Y'all get really, y'all come down. And I, I went and met, we met in Atlanta yeah. through. Bigs. Yeah, through, through Emory. Emory, yeah, the big homie Emory. Yeah. Yeah. Big homie yeah. Emory. Yeah. And I remember when we were planning on doing some Atlanta, um, and this is just, you know, it's, it's the universe works in mysterious ways. Right. I was, we were sitting with Emory, and he's like, y'all going to Atlanta? Ronaldo. Yeah, my boys are coming down to Atlanta. They got me, and then he was. Just, that was it. Yeah, we went yeah. down to Atlanta. We hooked up with him. He showed us around town. This man was the king everywhere. Yeah, mm. yeah. And when big, when the big brothers called, man, you don't even got a second guess 
the character or just who they is Facts. as a man. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, we become brothers, man, and, and, and that's how it goes. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And it's dope. And it's at that time, we wasn't even fathers then. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, he has a daughter, and yeah. I have a daughter, so that's it's, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But you yeah. know, I, was, I, I, I never forget, when I first met you, we rolled up on you at a mall. There was a, was a, a, a restaurant in the mall. You were at the bar with somebody. And I remember the first thing was with my cousin Darren. Yeah. And we were like, man, what you got on your wrist? Jonathan. We were looking at your watch. Matter of fact, because I was wearing a watch too. I had on this David Yerman watch. Oh. That was, it was weird. <laughs> no, but in like a good way. Like yeah. it was like a watch that they made for like a prototype. I was when I, I had a, a stint working with them. And, uh, but it never hit the shelves. They never sold it. It was a one of one that wow. they did. You still got it? No. <laughs> but it was it was a David Yerman watch, and it was when they were trying to get into, you know, like more complicated timepieces. Yeah. And I remember he was like, what is that on your wrist? And I looked at it, I was like, what, what are you wearing? This was years ago. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought now? Yeah, mm -hmm. that y'all got the dopest watch podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, yes. And I was like, man, I got to get on there. Yeah. And I'll and I, be honest with y'all, man, like it kind of where how the stars align, man, like y'all was my motivation to come back to New York. I haven't been to New York in like three or four years since the pandemic. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, if I'm going to go, I'm, I'm, this is one thing that I'm focused on doing, man. I thank y'all for having me on here too. Though. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, um, we're, we're very honored and happy that you decided. No, I'm it, honored, man. Because like, yo, I'm really, I really learn from y'all too. Y'all like, <laughs> really put the that. pressure on me. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not going up there trying to talk no watches with them. I'm just staying with my courts. <laughs> and I'm just, when I start talking about the movements and all of that stuff, I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. But you know, I'll salute y'all guys. Man, you are you are your inspiration. I want oh, you to man, know that too, you man. really are. Thank so you. I'd like to take the opportunity to give you your flowers. Yes, I absolutely. think in everything that you do, and I've kept up with you. Um, yeah. You come from such a pure and honest place. Yeah, with yeah. who you are, yeah. how you go about collecting, and how you carry yourself, and. Um, I'm pleased to know that that you traveled all the way to New York to yeah bun up some business, but also made a priority to sit yeah, down. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell you, you know, guys from the South, man, you know, I don't like the cold weather. I can only yeah. come to New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, nah, I, I mean, honored, man, and I mean, y'all will be and y'all are the best thing smoking for young guys that want to get into collecting watches and don't feel intimidated about yeah. it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Y'all make it. Cool, like you know, you just going to the bodega or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Make it very relatable, and I thank y'all for that. Appreciate you know it. I really thank do. you. Really this do. has been a real treat. Yeah. Um, that does it for us. Yeah. We're gonna take this party elsewhere. But for those of you watching and listening, you know where to find us on Instagram. You can follow us at Rich Check Pod. Yep. Uh, Spotify, just search Rich Check Podcast. You can watch us and listen to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we are on YouTube. Um, so we're also on TikTok. Yes, Excuse TikTok. Me. And, and maybe children. in the metaverse. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not so fast. No. <laughs> Yo, don't be selling the NFTs, bro. <laughs> uh, but this has been a real treat, and uh, this is episode 29 for season five. See you next week. Deuces. Peace. Peace.